F bit so zero zero five. This is Narf Money coming at you on the 2012 Legends of Tron Fantasy Football League podcast. My guest today is none other than the Noah Ryback, currently ranked third in the power rankings. We're going to go into all the trades that are blowing up the waiver wire. I heard Noah's been involved in most of them. We're going to look ahead to the week five schedule, which is awesome. All the good teams play each other and all the bad teams play each other. We're talking some week four recaps, power rankings, Noah's ownership history, and what is wrong with Anton's team. This is Narf, I'm here with Noah. Let's stick around. So this is Narf back on the show with Noah Ryback. Noah, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Narf. What are you laughing at? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not laughing at anything. You gotta get it together. So I'm actually excited. I think it's gonna be a really highly rated show. I think a lot of people are gonna tune in to listen to this one. <laughs> or you think our ratings will be like seven instead of three? Yeah, I think you're a good guess. I think you're gonna draw a big crowd. Good. I hope so. Um, so what's up? How, how's Michigan? Alright, I'm sitting here watching uh, the tragic ending of my baseball season. I watched that a few... Actually, I missed today's game, but the Phillies, as you predicted, did not make the playoffs like a week yeah, ago. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing, well, following them through the playoffs. Yeah, it's, it's going to be great when all of our starting pitchers have nothing to do. Um, do you watch Lions games out there? Lions games? No. Yeah, Detroit Lions, aren't they on That's TV? That's what's on, but I don't... Oh. Yeah, I was, maybe you could tell me why Matt Stafford sucks this year, but I actually haven't seen I, him play I haven't at all. actually seen any Lions games. They suck. Yeah, I, I know. Um, so, anyway, so we played last weekend. I'm actually... It's the first time yes, I've had someone off who, who I just played. You had this kind of good come-from-behind victory. Were you sweating it out at all? I wasn't really come-from-behind, was it? I was... I, got, I was just... I was leading up until Monday night. I, the, uh, the, after, was, after Sunday, was, I was like, winning. The projected points total was close the whole weekend, basically. Yeah, it was it was close game. I I had six yeah. point lead with and on Monday night you had Brandon Marshall and he had a good game. He did have a good game. It didn't turn into a really good game until the second half. I was worried at the beginning that they weren't going to throw it to him, but then they finally started throwing. It to him. I watched I watched the entire game until you beat me, and then I turned it off. It was like midway through the third quarter. He got his fourth reception, and he gets a lot of yards after the catch. Actually, like he runs these slants and kind of just runs through secondaries after that. Yeah, I like that. That was I think that was uh, one of the better picks in the draft for him. For Brandon Marshall in the fourth round. Yeah, no, I he him and Color. I mean, they he had two great seasons with Cutler back in Denver. It's no reason it shouldn't happen again. Yeah. Um, all right, so you you beat me. I wasn't super thrilled about that. But you had a good week. I mean, Tom Brady, like, his first, his second half, like, gave, he shows up. gave you, like, 30 points. I mean, at, at halftime, I think he literally had seven points. Like, I was watching the scores very closely in our game, and he finished with, like, 38, I think. So it's okay. I, I got, like, 30 from my defense, so I was pretty, yeah. lucky. I was pretty lucky anyway to be, to be in it like that. Yeah, you did. Um, yeah, it up and actually at it. At our scores? Yeah. Yeah, you it was one forty nine to one twenty nine and a half. Have it. Um Yeah, Brady was big for you. And and Ridley too. Do you do you trust him as a starting fantasy player? Yeah, well, this is one of the reasons I traded Darren Sproles. I really like Stephen Ridley, and nobody else does. Well he's do. and you know the, When he's good, he's good. 
see, see the thing is, he's been, you know, he, he's had a couple of uh, a couple of games where they put him in the plans in the last couple of years, and he was really impressive. And the problem with him, you know, has been fumbles uh, in the past, and you know they're trusting him now, and he hasn't fumbled it yet this year. And, you know, everyone says, like, the Patriots never run the ball, but, and it's true they don't, unless they have somebody who can run it, like they did once with Corey Dillon, and he was awesome. I wouldn't say they never run the ball. I mean, Ben Jarvis had good games the past two or three years. He's just, like, one out of every four or five. He, he, he never really, he never really did much. And, you know, whatever they do ends up much with, uh, you know, ends up depending a lot on their game plan, right? So there could be games where, like, you know, there's nobody, like, he doesn't touch the ball at all. But I think, you know, it's not a coincidence that the two big games he's had are the games they won. Okay. And they're going to want more in the future once their schedule gets much easier, which it will. That makes sense. So let's get into that trade. You were blowing up the trade wire. First, Darren Sproles for Steve Smith straight up. And I'm not a fan of that. What Defend your logic on that one. Well, this it was all about... Uh, it's all about depth for me with the, um, with the, uh, and you really, it's a lot about Eric Decker. Like I wasn't trusting Eric Decker after the first couple of weeks. He like, he didn't put up very much. And after a couple of games, people were sort of lamenting that, uh, you know, Peyton Manning was, you know, not looking so good. And it really, that's a Peyton Manning pick, the Eric Decker. Pick. Oh, hundred percent. The whole Denver offense are Peyton Manning picks. I was like really down on Eric Decker and I didn't like that. I didn't have much. Um, wide receiver depth, and with the bye weeks coming up, you know, there's always somebody off. You got to fill somebody in. So I really wanted to add another wide receiver, and I liked the the running back depth I had because I I do like Ridley, even though nobody else does. Um, and I've got uh, I got Michael Bush on the bench, who's a, a, a decent backup, and He's okay. uh, I also have Mendenhall, who I picked up in the late rounds, who's supposed to be coming back. I don't um, know what so you're going to get from on him. It's true, it's a risk. It's it's a risk counting on that, but. Uh, I figured it was worth it. And so, you know, none of this makes any sense compared to the last, uh, you know, in the context of the last trade I made. But I mean, you just talked about wide receiver depth, and then you flipped Andre Johnson for Gronkowski. Right, exactly. So. Because after, you know, that was after, uh, um, well, we first, we first started discussing the Sproles trade before Eric Decker had done anything. Then yeah. Decker had one good game, and then we pulled the trade off, and then Decker had another really good game when Peyton Manning blew up, and uh, uh, you know, and then uh, I'm like, all right, now I trust him. Now I feel like I've got wide receiver depth, and I can deal some of it. Okay. To, to upgrade my tight end because I thought Jason Witten was dead, <laughs> and then Monday night he shows he's not. Well, you actually offered Jason Witten to me in a trade this week. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Uh, now I'm the. Now you know we made fun of Fuse for having so many tight ends. Now I'm the one with all the tight ends. Yeah, you have Witten, Gronkowski. I mean, just two, I think. But right. those are both solid plays. So on last week's show, Lamb Chop said he had inside info that the Sproles for Smith trade was a lot more complicated. What were the other variations of that? Uh, gosh, I don't remember. We like we've been discussing it for a while. Okay. Um, Lionel tried to offer me. Reggie Wayne for him, and that wasn't going to happen. Um, I'm not high on Steve Smith. I mean, I think Carol- Carolina's no. passing offense is not good. Reggie Wayne, I, 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 I don't know. Maybe it's because I've had Reggie Wayne in the past. Like, I think I had him last year, and that was like the year, or not last year, but the last. Uh, it was. Oh yeah, it was last year because Peyton wasn't there. I don't know. Yeah, he did I, nothing. Yeah, so maybe that's not true. 
so so much of fantasy actually is like psychological about players you've had before. Like if you have a player during one awful season, like that's what's going to stick with you. First, if you have like a player like a low draft pick was like a great season, you'll love that player forever. So I understand not wanting Wayne if you had him last year when he sucked. But really, you you think Wayne? Reggie Wayne's going to score more points in the future than Steve Smith. I, I think it's going to be closer um, than you think. I think Steve Steve Smith. No, Steve Smith will probably score more, and he's got definitely bigger game potential. But I think Wayne will probably be more consistent. I think Wayne you can pencil in for like sixty to eighty yards pretty easily every game, where Steve Smith's going to have his like hundred thirty yard games and his like three catches for twenty yard games. So it kind of just depends on what you want from that. Things we had discussed was, uh, I think we, we discussed, because Lionel only has one quarterback, right? So he, Yeah, Lionel just has Matt Ryan, I think, on his roster. Right, he, and I think he was he was playing around with Brandon Whedon as his second quarterback. Which is, yeah, I think, he, I think he played him once, yeah. He was trying to add, uh, or we were trying to add Alex Smith to that deal. Yeah, are you, are you happy with Smith? He looked so good after the first two weeks, and it's gone downhill since. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, until last year, I thought Alex Smith was the worst football player in the history of the world. Yeah, everyone probably thought that. And so and now I feel like an asshole for having him on my team and thinking he'll be good. So I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I said definitely in the power rings a few times that I thought it looked like he was a different player, but he probably isn't. I, I do think hardball coaching makes a pretty big impact on him, but at, at the end of the day, he's still Alex Smith. All right, so, so that was your Spoils trade. Then you traded Andre Johnson for Gronkowski. That's actually, I think that's really close. I, I can't decide who I like that deal better for. I think that's a really fair deal. I think it improves both of our teams a lot. I think it, I think it is, too. Um, I think that one improves your team. I don't think the first one improves your team. Um, it waited for uh, uh, Monday night to do that deal instead of Monday afternoon. I might not have done it because Jason Witten had a huge game. So, I don't know. Yeah, and... I mean, I'm sure, I know you follow the Patriots. Like, Gronkowski has not looked like he did last year. Like, they haven't thrown to him, like, a couple of games. Like, I'm not sure he's really going to be a huge impact. I love him, and I have no idea what the hell they were doing in the first few games. They had the weirdest game plans. Well, their week two was apparently the entire game plan was Aaron Hernandez, and then he went down, and they lost to the Cardinals. Like, they couldn't do anything after that. In game three, for some reason, it was... Julian Edelman all the way. Right, because they don't want to use Welker because they don't want to have to re-sign him, or they want leverage if they can get him cheaper. And I don't know why they don't want to use Gronkowski, but it's it's weird. That's really odd game plans in the first few games. And and game four, uh, week four was more of a typical kind of Patriots game plan. Yeah, they were, so. they were spreading the ball around. Um, so is, is so you offered me Jason Witten for Mike Williams. Is that still on the table? Uh, yeah, that's still on the table. I'll, I'll give you a chance to talk me into it. Why do I want to do that deal? Well, I mean, I've been trying to flip uh, <laughs> Witten. Okay. Two tight ends. So I was looking around to look at people who, you know, try to find people who might want uh, to upgrade a tight end. Um, and you and, well, you, you lost, uh, you know, Aaron Hernandez for a while, so I figured you might want, want, want him, but I don't know if that's still true. Witten, so Witten did look really good. I mean, I'm... I'm kind of confused about this trade because I don't really want either player. I mean, to be honest, I almost dropped Mike Williams this week, except I decided to keep him and maybe get Witten out of you instead. But, like, I don't know why you want Mike Williams. And I don't really want Jason Witten. I want I want one more as well. Since I traded away my uh, wide receiver depth, I want I want uh, a little bit 
left. I figured I could flip whip for some for, yeah, uh, for somebody. I probably won't end up saying yes, but I would think if you're trying to shop waiting around, you should you should be asking for a little higher. You can get a better player than Mike Williams for for Witten. You'd be surprised. It's, it's, there, it's a tough market. That's true. It, it's what tight ends seem to be scoring like a lot. This year, uh, it's it's a huge it's a huge year for them. They're so involved in like a lot of teams' offenses compared to how they've ever been before. Like every team just wants to throw the tight ends in the red zone, and that's it, pretty much. So it's a little bit different than, than the past. Yeah, uh, I hope I can flip them for somebody. Okay, so so we can move off the trades. Did you did you look at the rankings that came out this morning? Just one more trade stock. Oh, uh, with, oh, the well, you weren't in that trade. You want to talk about the fuse and priest trade? Yeah. Okay. This actually really confused me for fuse. Also, um, he gave up Tory Smith and Nate Washington for Lance Moore and Cedric Benson. Funny, because when I was talking with Fuse about uh, trading for a tight end, he I, when I brought up Tory Smith, he's uh, like, "Oh man, I think he's going to have a huge year. Really high on him." And all of a sudden, the next day, he's gone. I saw, and I think he's the best player in that trade. I think Torrey Smith is by far the best player in that trade. I don't even think it's close. Like, yeah. there's no second best player. I, I don't know what Fuse is doing. Really sucks. Like, I guess he's thinking he needs running back depth, but I don't know why he thinks Cedric Benson's going to help him. Yeah. So, I mean, Fuse, he had to get rid of that Vernon Davis-Gronkowski situation, so I think that was a good move for him. But... He would have, like, Torrey Smith, Andre Johnson, A.J. Green, he would have been really strong at wideout if he had kept Smith. I, I don't see why he's better off this way. I don't know. I, 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 he, he, for running back, that, but I think he's Cedric Benson sucks. So know. I'm sure Fuse will post about five minutes after he hears this and it comes out live about defending himself on that one, so we can wait and see. But I think we're both in agreement. that That's probably not the best deal for Fuse. Um. Cool. So, so rankings. You're pretty high this week. Do you think you think you earned it? <laughs> uh, let's see. Third best team. Would you would you put it two? Fuse, actually. Oh yeah. He his team. As much as I hate his team and want them to be so bad, they've like by all numbers, I can't really rank them any lower. Did you put four Lamb Chop? Yeah, who, who's actually still first in points scored by a decent margin. I think you're right that Lamb Chop's team will live and die with RG3. At this uh, point. I mean, if you if you look at the points above replacement chart I put, like he's number two in the entire league. Like he's points just been outrageous already, right? That's just from this year. That's this year, yeah. So it's pretty small. Oh, it's it's a it's a really small sample size. I mean, I. I was debating if I should put it out now or wait a few more games. I decided to just put it out now. But I wouldn't make too many serious decisions based off this. I mean, like... Predictions based on that. What was that? I wouldn't make too many predictions based on that. Right. I mean, what what this shows is that Terrence Sproul is a better player than Steve Smith. But we'll see how that really plays out the rest of the sure. season. Get, uh, let me look at Fuse's team now. He's changed it so much. That was another reason I wanted to do that trade, just so we had... So we had Team. Yeah, it's it's actually it's really hard to keep track of like the teams in my head when you guys trade a lot. Um, so fun to trade, and people should do it. What? It's just fun to make trades. Oh no, I, I agree. Although I'm actually always I don't make a lot of trades in the season. I'm really hesitant to pull the trigger because the players oh. I the players I oh. draft I, I don't want them to do well for someone else. Like that that fear like paralyzes me from making moves more often than not. Yeah, people. 
people are just terrified of 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 trading away somebody that will do well. That, but you know, it's, it's a risk. But what the hell? Yeah, I'm like that. Yeah. So I mean, Fuse's team, like it's it's Joe Flacco and Andy Dalton that have been really carrying him. It's also a risk not to make a trade. That guy who's being offered to you could also blow up. You know, I mean, no, you, you you're you're right. Um, it it goes both ways. Um, that way instead. Depends on how you want to think about it. See, so yeah, Fuse's team, I don't think all the trades haven't updated yet because they, they don't go through for like three days until after it's actually put out there, I think, because we have a chance to veto if we want to. The other, uh, the other uh, uh, combination that we had discussed that almost happened was, um, what was it? It was, uh, we, we added a QB swap in there too. It was uh, Vernon Davis and Joe Flacco for Alex Smith and Andre Johnson. Um, Vernon Davis and Joe Flacco for Alex Smith and Andre Johnson. I might have liked that deal better for you. I I offered either one, and this was the one he took. Oh, so you are you are you a believer in Flacco? If you're a believer in Flacco, I would have taken that package. Uh, yeah, I, I I like I think Flacco's a big upgrade over Alex Smith. Oh, that's definitely true. Um, I mean, I don't know if he's going to keep playing as well as he has. Yeah, he's got like his last two weeks are thirty-two and twenty-eight. He's been really good, but it also depends on how big of a difference you think there really is between Vernon Davis and Gronk. I mean, there hasn't been a ton yet so far. Gronk obviously has better potential, but I think it's been pretty close. I think they're both really good. I think Gronk is better. Um, well, I think everyone thinks Gronk's better. You think he's better for fan- this season for fantasy too, not just talent-wise? Yeah, I, Gronk will win me. Two or three games single hand. No, he he will. He's he's great like that. Um, players like that are so good. Like um, like my one win this season is Jamal Charles had like forty five points for me, um, which was good. So, all right. So so you didn't you didn't say. Do you think you deserve the number three spot, or you think you should be higher or lower? I don't know. I guess that seems about right. All right. That's that's no. a bold that's a bold statement. I was looking, <laughs> I was looking at uh, Hughes' team. Let's see, three and one. Yeah. Points. Let's look at the uh, the actual points for standings. Yeah, that's, that's probably the best number. It's um, it's LC then Lionel then Fuse, I think. Right. Yeah, although so, Fuse is one point behind Lionel. Uh, right. And then you and Moose are half a point off. So was uh was doing that uh, that well. I guess it's sort of average, but. What what did you say? Uh, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know Moose was uh, was there. Oh yeah, see, I don't like his team that much, um, so that's why I don't have him ranked higher in the rankings. But he has put up good numbers. And Hudson is all the way last at three sixty five, but he actually has two wins out of it, which is why he's not last in the power rankings. Yeah. I actually had to drop Anton this this week after trying to defend his team the whole season, but just does not look good for him in almost any position. You and Anton have had the worst luck, I think, so far. I, I don't like. I don't like to keep complaining about like luck and injuries for my own team. And you have pretty rough. Uh, but like when I put together the par per round, like I looked at it, and of my top eight picks, like five of them have missed at least one game, and four of them missed at least two. 
So it's 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 I don't know. It's if they come back healthy, like I still think my team is good, but it's it's tough to say. You ended up with yeah. You ended up with Percy Harvin. Where'd you get? Where did you pick pick up uh, Harvin? Harvin in the fifth round. That was one of my two good picks. I wanted to grab him around there. So I remember being pissed off that. Yeah, I mean, Harvin is so underrated the way he can get points in fantasy. Like, this past week, I think he had, like, 30 yards receiving, but had a return touchdown. He always gets rushing yards. Like, he just, he adds up points in, like, three or four different ways. Like, he never really has a bad game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there, uh, I mean, he and Peterson are the only offense they really have. So, any offense they get is going to go through them. Yeah, um, Christian Ponder is not looking great. I mean, this past week, they they beat the Lions without an offensive touchdown, I don't think. I think they had two return touchdowns. Um, actually, actually, the tight end, Kyle Rudolph, the tight end, has been okay. Someone picked him up, I think. I, I have three tight ends now. Oh, you did? Okay, you want it? Um, I, I have two. I mean, I'm happy with Hernandez, and I have Martellus Bennett on the Giants until Hernandez comes back. Which yeah, I, another... Somehow has a ton of points. What? Tell us Bennett, random tight end that all of a sudden has a ton of points. He has a touchdown the first three games, actually, but this this past weekend, um, he did nothing. I was actually I was at the Giants Eagles game live really? and I and I had Martellus Bennett in that game. Really? Yeah. When I, I I didn't actually cheer for him because I was afraid, but I was it's kinda of hoping he did a thing or two. Yeah, lucky for me. Yeah. Well I don't think he would have made up a twenty point difference. So, um, what do you think of this week's picture theme on the power rankings? <laughs> I like it. I, you've given up on the links, though. You used to... Uh, yeah, the first few times I did have links. Did you see one of them for you was, like, something about having sex with mayonnaise? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if people actually caught on to that. I, so, like, I'm, I'm always doing this at work, and, like, I'm, I've actually been pretty busy recently. I have actually, like, real work to do during work. So, like, I have to, I have to make it easier for myself. I can bring back the links if that's, like, a popular um, thing. I like this. I'll, I'll work. But then I have to put thought into it, because I can't just rank to everyone's, like, team each week. I have to we make a few, like, no, funny or jokes or something. Both season, burn yourself out. People, you set, people can send me link ideas. If people send me picture ideas also, that, that would be very helpful. I like the Frogger team. That was my favorite so far. <laughs> Pictures of people with Frogger? <laughs> yeah, that, that was my favorite, too. Um, especially the two I to Photoshop, Moose and uh, Priest. But that's actually Frogger's girlfriend I Photoshopped Priest onto, but Frogger approved the picture. I ran it by him at first. Oh, really? You did? <laughs> well, I asked him if he had a picture of him and Priest, because like, I was just looking on everyone's Facebook, and he didn't, and he asked why. So I explained it to him, and then showed him my finished work. I don't know if he showed it to her, though. That, that's, I what, hope he did. that's what I want to know. Um, he showed it to her. Um, so, I don't know, we, um, this past, the scores this past weekend, there weren't that many interesting games, I'm just kind of thinking about week four. Our game was close going into Monday night, you beat me. Anton and Hudson was actually really close in, like, the battle for last place. What? Anton was not happy about that. Um, well, actually, I mean, the Tony Romo's five picks almost won in the game. Yeah. Because Hudson just kept going down and down. I was really unhappy about having to root against both quarterbacks yesterday. Oh, right, they were playing each other in, Mo- yeah, yeah. in Monday night. Not yesterday, two days ago. That's kind of uh, an unfortunate situation. Yeah, like, nothing is good. Because Anton, had, I'm going to look at this team. Has he had bad injuries or players just not, like, playing well? Well, the Knicks injury is killing him. Yeah, that, that's what it was. Ho- Hockey Knicks, 
Knicks has missed two straight games. And Aaron Rodgers has only had one really good game. Right. And then his other top picks just haven't done shit. Yeah, DeMar- DeMarco Murray apparently is not good. I mean, I thought he was going into the season, too. Like, I thought, yeah. that, I thought that was a good pick, but he's doing nothing. Brandon Lloyd, I keep thinking, so, is going to be great. It's not bad that the, the, the Cowboys just refuse to run the ball. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he like the first week when they gave him the ball, like on uh, that opening against the Giants, he was so strong in the second half. He was picking up like ten yards every run. I don't, I don't understand why they refused to. Run the Jason ball. Garrett is an awful head coach, by the way. I think people know that. Like, what was it like five or six years ago? He was like the up and coming hotshot offense coordinator, and now they made him the head coach. And like Dallas's offense is always so bad for the talent. That they have. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm having revisionist history here, but maybe the. the didn't they, uh, they fired Wade Phillips, right, in the middle of the season? And, yeah, and gave it to Garrett, I think, two years ago. Garrett and on a roll. And they, they all of a sudden, is that right? Is that what happened? I don't remember what happened when they first gave him the job, but... And because they gave him an interim title, right? And then they went on a roll, and then they gave him the permanent job after that. I'm not sure. He had always, it was like a really weird situation for Wade Phillips. Um, Garrett had always kind of been in line as an ex-head coach, and everyone knew it. In fact, I'm pretty sure Garrett actually made more. His salary was higher than Wade Phillips when he was the coordinator. Wade Phillips was the coach. So I'm not sure they made Garrett the interim head coach because they always kind of wanted to go to him. But, I mean, Dallas, they're just never, like, a well-coached team. And Wade Wade Phillips wasn't good either. But, like, they have offensive talent everywhere and really should be able to be better than they are. Um, So week five. who, Who are you playing week five? I'm playing week five. Not, you're not, no. yeah. uh, oh, you're playing Yoni. Oh, yeah. You going to do some trash talking there? <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's see. And who... Um, Yoni's team actually hasn't been bad so far either. He's got... Oh, this is a good matchup. He's got Calvin Johnson and McFadden both on by. That's good. And, and Doug Martin, who... He doesn't start, but may have been filling in for McFadden. And I think you actually have your whole team going. Yeah. Um, My whole yeah. team is going to buy one week. I didn't do that on purpose. But uh, uh, there's one week, because I, I have so many Patriots now. I've got Brady, Ridley, and Gronk. And then Alex Smith has the same bye week. Do you, do you like having players on, the, on your home team on the Patriots? Like, do you try to do that, or is it just coincidence? I'm trying to do that, but... It's more fun to root for the players I'm going to root for anyway. Oh no! I mean, definitely the worst thing in the world is like is rooting against your own quarterback in a fantasy it's matchup. Didn't have fantasy football for a very long time. Yeah. Plus, when you're actually rooting for the Patriots, it's really not a bad idea to have their whole offense. So, <laughs> looking at your team, so is Brady your favorite favorite player on your team? Oh yeah. I mean, he's gonna. Yeah, yeah. He's only had one big game, but their schedule is so easy for the rest of the year after Denver. And Den- Denver's defense isn't actually good either. It's kind of like an overrated myth. Like, they're not ranked that highly in any of, like, the yardage stats. But Yeah, so they, they're going to – he's going to put up monster numbers for the rest of the year. Yeah, I think that's true. Were you – I guess you were, you had, what, the third pick in the draft? Yeah, so I was happy that uh, Vigo took Foster. Actually. If you had two, would you have taken Brady over a running back? Yeah. Is that because I, I think you, you took Rodgers last year pretty early, I, right? Yeah, I wouldn't, and I would have taken Rodgers number one this year. So you're definitely like a first-round quarterback guy? That's your strategy? Absolutely. 
It pays if it, off. If it, one of those, if it was one of those, uh, one of those three, if it was, well, maybe four coming into this year with Stafford, but. Yeah, that my, my Matt Stafford pick in the first round is just looking worse and worse each each week. I don't know why they're not throwing. Like Detroit is just trying to prove they can run the ball, which they didn't do once last year. It's like, and they were decent last year. And they have to go back to just throwing it deep to Calvin Johnson. Who do they? Who do they? Is Kevin Smith still alive? What's happening? Kevin Smith is he's probably hurt. He's on the team. They've gotten Mikel Lashore, who maybe a rookie or maybe I just never heard of him before. Is now they're starting running back. Javid Best is hurt. I mean, their their running backs is always a mess. But they've been like they ran the ball like thirty five times two weeks ago, which was way more than they ever did last year. So who are you playing next week? I am playing CB, and this is going to be a good matchup. I'm actually favored in the lines, which may be the first week all season I am. Although I see, and CB has I think some buy players. Oh, well, he has no tight end or D starting right now. That's probably why I'm favored in the Lions. Um, oh, yeah, you are uh, you have a high uh, projected line here. Although, I'm actually going without Stafford, so... Um, if, if I can pick up a win without Stafford, I'll be thrilled. Um, I mean, if I, if yeah. I lose, like... If I lose this week, it, it's going to be really hard to get back into the playoff picture. You, uh, you have to root for Philip Rivers. I'm so sorry for you. Um, well, I drafted him, so I have to. I do that to myself, and I have to root against Michael Vick this weekend. But I kind of root against Vick anyway because I hate him. So uh, I don't know. This is. I think I'm going to beat CB. I, 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 although I thought it was going to be you too. So I don't know, we'll see. Uh, look, who else has a oh uh, uh, Lionel? Lionel uh, projected 142. Against Lamb Chop, one thirty-eight. That'll be a fun game, huh? Um, oh, Lionel and Lamb Chop are playing. I did not realize yet. That's going to be a good game. Um, I mean, as LC pointed out, he would have won three of the four head-to-head matchups with Lionel, even though he's two and two. Lionel's four and zero. Oh. Yeah, that's. There's actually a few other good games. Um, Moose Fuse are both three and one. That's a good matchup. Um, and then actually, yeah. I mean, basically, the good teams are playing each other. And the bad teams are playing each other, actually, this weekend. Anton, Vigo, and Priest Hudson are both playing each other, and they're pretty clearly the bottom four teams. I don't think anyone's going to disagree with that. So it'll actually be, this will be a good weekend to watch games. Do you pay attention at all on Sundays to like the other games on the board, or is it just yours? Sometimes. Let's see, I'm looking at... Uh... Looking at Fuse Moose, yeah, Fuse uh, or Moose has Demarius Thomas. I, I think I was uh, struggling for whether to pick Thomas or Decker as my sort of Peyton Manning wide receiver pick, and I think I chose wrong. Was Thomas off the board when you took Decker, I, or was he still available? It's it, he, he may have been taken already. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, I, I think anyone probably would have had the same dilemma and. I think most people probably thought Decker was the safer pick, and Thomas is more the deep threat. But I mean, Decker's had two good games in a row. I wouldn't say that that's won or lost yet. And it's also only been four games, as you pointed out earlier. Like this is all real small sample sizes. All right. Trying to pull up the draft here. Let's see. Although that's actually something I struggle with 
in the rankings a lot. Is like at what point is it enough sample size to judge people off this season versus last season or what they've done in the past? I mean, four weeks is getting to that point. Season, they have totally different rosters. What? How would you judge people based on last year? I mean players, not owners. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm not ranking you based off your last season's fantasy roster. Good, I'm glad. Well, week zero you did. Well, yeah, week zero I did. What did you think about the, you, were, you were last, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, really so. But, I mean, did you look at the numbers? Like, how could I put you anywhere else? Well aware, I went through two full seasons winning one game. I thought I, I thought it was winless two seasons in a row, actually, but I did. I, I think those those were <laughs> those were the years, I think, where Anton, I really did not want to play, and Anton convinced me to do it, and it auto-drafted, and I think I never touched it the whole year. Yeah, I remember that. You didn't, like, set rosters or do anything. No. Why would you not want to play fantasy football? I, I was not in the mood. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I, well, I hated fantasy football for a really long time because I, I I always ended up rooting against my team, and I hated that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of fans say that. That's why I never know how invested you are in your team as a manager because I always go back to those two seasons when you did nothing. Now, like, everybody is into it. We used to have always, you know, used to be always there three or four people that never really paid attention. And now pretty much everyone does. It makes it a lot more fun. No, I think everyone in the league. I, I can't tell about Yoni, but I assume he's following somewhat. As so far. Um, do you think everyone listens to the podcast, though? I have no idea. <laughs> do you listen to the podcast? I do. Who's, who's been your favorite host so far? <laughs> um... I don't know. They've all been pretty shitty. Yeah, they haven't been great. I'm the best one so far. <laughs> I was I was hoping so. We'll see when we get the ratings back in a few no, days. I'm kidding, <laughs> uh, no, actually, everyone has been good. You know what? You're the first person who actually volunteered to come on the show instead of making me like email five people each week and track someone down. You and Lampshot both trash talked my trade last year. Last week, I feel like I had to. I, I support. I trash talk a lot of people's stuff every week. If people should just volunteer to come on the podcast, I and mean, it makes it much easier. Uh, what was I doing? I was looking. I was trying to look for the... Uh, oh, I think you were looking at the draft, right? To see about Thomas Decker. Right. So Thomas went in the fifth round, and Decker went in the sixth. Okay. So he did go first. Yeah, I mean, I bet they're pretty close in total points scored right now. Um, let me look that yeah. up. Decker's got a 19 points above uh, replacement, and Thomas has 23 and a half. So, I mean, that's four and a half points different over four games. That's pretty pretty comparable. What do you think? Uh, what do you think have been the best way for wire pickups so far this year? Um, that's a good no, question. I'm doing you here. You're supposed to be the host. Uh, you're doing a good job. <laughs> it's, it's it's easy actually. Most people I just have to ask all the questions. We we're actually supposed to be co-hosting theoretically, but. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I mean, I don't want to say, like, I don't want to just rank myself first in, in everything all the time, but I think getting Alfred Morris was maybe the best waiver wire pickup so far. Were you, had, did you have the number one uh, waiver pick? No, not after week one. I had the third waiver wire pick, and I, Ant, I think it was Anton and Vigo were both ahead of me, and Vigo took James Jones, and Anton took Kevin Ogletree. Because remember, Ogletree, that huge first game, which I don't yeah. think anyone in the world thought he'd ever do again. I don't think Anton thought he'd do it again. Yeah, I don't. I don't uh, but 
That was a mistake. Alfred Morris is actually like looking. I like, think he's like ranked eleventh right now in running backs. He hasn't had a bad game yet. Like his his lowest yardage is like eighty yards. He's, I mean, looking more and more like a, a starting running back. So I'm pretty happy with that pick. I haven't watched the Redskins game yet. Does he look uh, like a real? Uh, I haven't really watched a lot of them. I watched the second half of them in versus Tampa uh, the other day, but he, he didn't. I think it was no. I, I only watched the fourth quarter. I didn't see him. Um, his highlights look all right. I haven't. I mean, I don't really like watching Redskins games, but I actually should to see what I think about RG three for real. They're always like, they're always on at the same time as Eagles games, so they're never on TV in this market. But we'll see. Um, I'm trying to look through if there's any anything else you, you want to go over during your time on the pod. Uh, let's see. Let's. Uh... I mean, we we talked about the trades I wanted to do. I, I definitely think it's going to be a really interesting weekend. I think all the good teams are playing each other and should hopefully straighten out the power rankings. And bye weeks are starting up, so it's going to make things a little more. Uh... Yeah, but actually, I need to figure out how to adjust points of our replacement for bye weeks because I realize it's going to throw everything off for the next like Wait. eight eight weeks. Aided by number of games they've played. Um, yeah, but the way I have my whole Excel sheet, I mean, that's, yeah, that's the way to do it, but the way I have my Excel sheet spread up, it's not taking that into effect. So maybe I'll have to figure something out. You're asking me how to take it into effect, and I'm telling you. No, but I'm, I'm really, I'll, I'll figure it out. I, I guess I do need to do that. It gets complicated. Do you, th- are those, you think those are both useful stats to look at? Not yet. <laughs> okay, so you don't think I should update them anymore? You should. They'll get more useful. Okay. What about unit strength? You're actually really consistent in unit strength, I think. Like, you don't have a great unit, but you're not bad anywhere. I don't... Like, I don't know if you took a look at that, but you're, like, your quarterbacks, what, ranked six, running back, five, wideouts, five. Like, it's pretty pretty strong. Well, when I was drafted, I, like, did one of each in the first few rounds, I think. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the way to do it. Although, Brady Johnson, uh, uh, Sproles, and then Marshall. Yeah, I mean, you never know. Vigo took three wideouts in like the first four rounds, and he's ranked second to last in wideouts. So, Good. picking early doesn't really do that much. All right, I think we can uh, wrap this up if you think so. Yeah. Cool. Nice work, nerd. Thank you, Noah. Good, good co-hosting, and I will have you back on sometime. Right. Sounds good. Oh, actually, like, what what pop song should I set this to? I haven't picked yet. I was gonna ask you that. Sometimes I pick ahead of time, but I actually haven't because we're recording day early today. What do you What do you want? I really want you to choose. I want, I want you to choose what song. What song reminds me of you? Okay, um, I'll work on that. Okay, good. All right, see you later. Okay, bye bye.